negatives, you go with your bad. Told them put their hands up, cause it's a stick up. And add me to your top ten before you put that fucking list up. The money calling got a pick up. It's plenty rappers throwing shots, but they only throwing bricks up. I had to hit them with the switch up. I'm finna blow like blockbusters. I just lit the fucking wick up. I'm finna hit them with the stick up. Nigga, I'm finna hit them with the stick up. Nigga. The checks is backwards on my Travis fragments. My frame of mind is too expensive. Couldn't let the system. Holy shit. Happy fucking New Year, right? I guess it's like New Year's. So what's up, guys? It is. Um, Today we we have Davey Bright back on the show, man. Hanging out with us all the way from like, what part of like the UK do you live in? I don't even know. Uh, On the South Coast. So Brighton, I want to say Brighton is the nearest place. Okay. So about... 50 miles from London. Okay. On the South coast. And uh, just before you were show, you were showing us a place that you were hanging out at and you said somebody lost their toes there. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, on the escalator. Not, not a pleasant sight. And, and you're, wow. Oh, and, you were like right there inside. Like, yeah, go I was going, I was going down, going long down some kids down the bottom escalator. Little toes got uh, sliced off. But it's like funny because his Instagram title is Fear the Escalator from, I would imagine, Mole Rats. Mole Rats. Mole Rats. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just funny to, to, to fucking see that. So well, that, we're going to dedicate this episode to those toes, to whoever they belong to. Um, so today we're going to talk favorite hip hop albums. And as usual, um, there's so much shit to talk about. Um, now, David, you said you wanted to do like honorable mentions at the end, right? You figure that would be a better idea? Yeah, it's got a long list as well, so maybe save it to the end. Okay, cool. So, um, so let's do like our, our ten favorites. So, so maybe let's... I got I got just a quick question, David. Just your, your background with hip hop over in the UK, because me and Sam have this, you know, one knowledge of this part of the world or whatever. How did hip hop come into your universe, like as a as a wee lad? I think it's literally remember this moment it was about eighty seven or eighty eight. A friend went to by his house, and he had both Iron Maiden tapes and LL Cool J. And it was so it was like radio and and I think it had, it had live after death and killers kind of thing. So it was like to me it was hand in hand those two things. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like eighties and nineties growing up and but sort of UK scene and yeah, it's always it's been good. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, and that's I think that's what happened to us because I remember killers and of course I remember LL. You know, like mm-hmm. and for me it was walking with a panther, like that was like the first thing that I heard. Um, because I, uh, my cousin had it and like, I'm that type, I'm the type of guy like that beat was like, it just like blew me away right away. That's why, um, I think I listed it as like one of my favorite beats of the eighties. So, um, cool. So what a year Davey, yeah. uh, give me your number 10 album of the year. Uh, well, number 10, I've kind of cheated. I start of an EP. Yeah. Yeah. So technically it is a, it's an album cause it's got, um, it's got, um, what, 10 tracks, but five of those, then it's five instrumentals. So that's Verbs and Mr. Slips and where it started. Okay. Uh, yeah, never, like, was he from out there? Yeah, so it's uh, two guys. Um, it's an MC from Croydon, so that's like near, near London. And um, from the, the DJ's from Brighton, producer from Brighton. Verbs and Mr. Slips. Okay, cool. So then, and like later on, obviously, like we normally do, which we got to do for the rock one as well. We'll do like a playlist, like each one of us. Mm 
that way, like whatever we talk about, it we'll have like a playlist so people can go check that out. Yeah, because um, I'm hoping to learn some new stuff from him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think you love it. It's so, I don't know. Boom bap. There's no no samples at all. So it's all. It's really good. Good to get album. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, Langan, number nine. I number ten. I got uh, Vinnie Paz's "Tortured in the Name of God's Uncondi- Unconditional Love." It's a mouthful. Um, Paz has just been consistent as fuck. He's one of my favorite MCs out there. He's got he, he walks a fine line. It has some. He's always got. He brings the goon shit. But he's got a, like a lot of deep spiritual type, you know, lyrics too. So he walks like that line well, and just and the timber and tone of his voice is, I think, one of the best out there. It's got features from Lord Goat, uh, Ill Bill, Method Man, Thurston Howell, Raskas. Got on the production, Stu Bangers, Mugs. I mean, Sea Lance. It's got. It's loaded. It's uh, killer. Paz always brings it. And I saw yeah, and I know I don't know, he's still gonna make records, right? I know he's gonna stop touring or so, something. But... So the thing is is like he yeah, um he just always hated touring. It was like an ongoing yeah. thing. And then once the pandemic hit, like he was just like maybe he just t- took it upon himself to just completely like basically just make records. And I think that's mm-hmm. what he wants to do. Maybe occasionally he'll do a show here and there, but I think right. this this run is gonna be the last one, and then from there he'll just stay home put out some shit i think he's going out to the uk as well um i will be going to the march 17th show out in brooklyn for sure oh nice it's got crime apple on it outer space and esoteric is is, uh doing like hype man i think for Vinny. so Uh, cool uh so my number 10 is is the legend i had to throw him in there uh nas has been on a kick king's disease uh i i didn't know if he still had it in him i thought king's disease one was pretty good two blew me away and then when three came out it's really interesting like the lyrical content it's like i hate calling it like grown man rap but it's just like he's it's where he has where he's added his life and the shit that he raps about is just like i don't know it's just interesting it's like it's like the maturity it's like a mature rap album with some fucking like you know bravado as well but um there's some like really cool stuff on here um like uh Michael and Quincy, 30, Reminisce. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty stacked. So Nas, King's Disease, for me, coming in at number 10. And I had to chop a lot of people out, but I, I felt like I had to throw throw the man up in that number it, 10 spot. It's that production, you know what I mean? Because Nas, for me, always is like what we talked about, M. Like, I love Nas at the beginning, and then there's a long period in Nas where I just wasn't that interested and it was the production, but what hit boy is that what hit, we hit, hit, Yeah. Hit boy and him that's and, all the difference, man. Yeah. Hit boy and him have really hit it off and they, they, they're doing a lot of cool stuff. So, um, cool. Moving along. Number nine, Davey. Um, nice easy one. Sawface. So I'm mm. man. That was a great uh, album. Yeah. So, all right. Wait, these are like, you guys are all mentioning my honorable mentions. So, but, uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, um, is this one of your favorite Zarface records? I think so. Yeah, it's been the best for some time. Yeah, me so. too. Me too. I agree. Yeah, the, this is re- like even like off the jump. Like the one thing about Zarface that I really love um, is the production. The production is really like head and shoulders above the uh, like. There's a like very cool like boom bap stuff, but then there's also like really cool experimental stuff, and I think they really nailed it on this. So that's a good one. Um, 
Cool. So number nine, Czar face for you and Langan, number nine. I got uh, Apollo Brown and Fillmore Greens, um, cost of living. Um, I think a- Apollo Brown's has been uh, the most like consistent kind of soul of hip hop production. Like he does some really like uh, really beautiful soulful tracks. It's not really a, a, a goony shit kind of record, you know what I mean? Some real deep stuff on there. Fillmore Green, the MC, I didn't know if he's from Chicago, but uh, it's it's solid. If you like Apollo, it's more more of what he came for. You know, uh, that's one of those records that I, I didn't get a chance to listen to, and I love everything Apollo does. Um, like two years, There's so ago. much shit, man. You know what I mean? Even like right, we were we were scheduling this list and stuff, and in the time we were scheduling it, like I heard at least four records. I'm like, oh shit, I would yeah. put that on my list. I know, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so my number nine is somebody. Yeah consistent guy apathy apathy put out uh kings of gods uh no second uh, i think Stu bangas did the whole record i'm pretty sure he did um yes so apathy is one of those dudes that lyrically when you hear him everything he puts out is like like he is really top tier great ear for production but as far as like the rhymes and like the punchlines, he's fucking great he's got great flow Great delivery um, on this. Of course, he has like so. I know Pharaoh Monch is one of his favorite MCs because he's a big organized confusion guy. I think that was like his main inspiration. He's got Jada Kiss on the record, Sick Jack in, and uh, Black Thought. Um, and it's fucking it's killer. A- another album, eleven songs, which I appreciate these days. You know, I'm not really yeah. into like the 17, 18 uh, track albums because it's just too much to get to. Um, but apathy does it again. And, uh, so that's my number nine. Uh, cool, man. So moving right along, Davey, number eight. Well, my number eight is, uh, Lance number nine. So Apollo Brown and Fillmore Green. So that's 15 tracks, 50 minutes, a long album, very long album, 50 minute long album. Just a really good sort of soundtrack to inner city life and just how to overcome inner city life. Great album. You said, wait, did you say Apollo Green? Is that what you said? No, Apollo. Uh, Apollo Brown. Apollo Brown film. Oh, so, so the one that you just mentioned. One. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I got to listen to that. I love every. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I feel like I'm, I slipped on that one. So, all right. Very cool. Um, Cool. So what are we up to? Number eight, right, Langan? Number eight. Yeah. yeah you guys got a few that I'm definitely going to speak on later for sure. But my Meets, number yeah. eight, it's kind of a treat right here. Um, Big Ghost. Uh, authenticity check. And what has been blessed cannot be cursed. It's, okay, so uh, the two albums, yeah, the two albums that he put out, and I really, I would love, I lo- I love the the producer putting out a record and just show it. Like I would love to have premiere do the bangers, like whatever. Because we, you know, you and me are always production first now. You know what I mean? I think I used to be like, I mean, it was always important and stuff. But I'm way more production than lyrics, like. Now. I mean, well, obviously, I appreciate great lyrics. Don't get me wrong, but I'll talk about later on. There's some people on my list that that like the rock, like it's a little different. Like my my shit's a little split, you know. With Big Ghost, of course, his his stuff is in the forefront. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's it's great. He's just bringing that dark shit, and this guy just had a ridiculous year. I mean, I, I feel really. like he he took over for Clams Casino. 
they kind of had that same like uh like weird like dark shit like clams did a lot of like the asap rocky stuff um mm-hmm. you know so i feel like big ghost is 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 taking that torch um He's having but, one of those years like other like you know Muggs has had like in the recent history with Muggs, it just had la- fire yeah. after fire you know just... Muggs Muggs had last year I think or really in the last few Muggs years. I I feel like twenty twenty three is gonna be like some heavy Mug shit because he had so many like single like that that uh what was the one with Slick Rick and Meth Man was he was was he on did he did one with them it was like street I know or something something with strip slick rick and there was a couple other tracks just singles he was peppering slick, out there, yeah so slick yeah slick rick sounded so good on that mm-hmm. um all right so so my number eight is uh griselda um this is a fucking great record 10 you know which represents 10 years in the game for west side gun um man Shit, this I, is killing i listen to this one. Oh, it's really good so it's interesting because he starts off kind of with like a drill, like trap uh, feature here, which was okay. But then from there, it kind of kicks off with Super Kick Party. Uh, he's got some great features. Uh, he's got Black Star on the record, ASAP Rocky, speaking of. Got Rome Streets and Stove God um, doing a BDP, uh, the song BDP. Science Class is like Busta, Raekwon, uh, I forget who else. Oh, Ghostface. Um, solid record. Did I miss this record? I don't Holy know. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's really what good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, super good stuff. I'm right and, now, and uh, you know, once again, twelve with, with an intro. Uh, on this one, God, uh, West Side Gun number ten. Uh, and then also, what I've been doing too is like I've been picking like I've been making like my favorite uh, hip hop songs of the year that didn't like they're not for my favorite albums so i wanted mm. to kind of just like you know there's some stuff on there uh that, that that i'll put up that didn't make this top 10 so uh cool man moving right along we're we're, we're burning through these number seven davy so we've gone back to the uk um it's leaf dog and bva the album's called the menu and it's basically a weed themed album so like each tobes i don't i don't smoke but it's like Titles about strains and stuff. Okay. So it's um 16 songs, 45 minutes. Uh, they're also part of a different groups. They're called Four Owl, Four Owls. You heard of them? Yeah, oh, yeah, owls. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Four Owls. Um, t- two guys from Four Owls, obviously half of the Four Owls. And they're also in Brothers of the Stone. So they're separately in two other groups. So they're going to do this. I think hopefully it's going to be more together. But oh, BVA oh, nice. and Leaf Dog. Leaf Dog is a phenomenal producer. Uh, he's like like the primo of of the UK, I would say. Okay. And uh, he gets some real big names. MOPs on this one, and Keith Murray as well. So he oh, managed shit. to attract some big names on it as well. So yeah, I represent Central Islip, baby. Central Islip, yeah, definitely. Uh, Ten minutes from where? Yeah, from four hours that got on my radar. I think they did it. Premier did some. Premier, that's too, how right? that's how they got on the radar because like Premier did something yeah. with them, and like the records they're... are great they're like they were just like like the the i forgot what what video it was i watched it and i was like from then on i just i'm like i fuck with these guys so mm-hmm. cool i gotta check that out uh so seven langan the seven i i didn't know this mc at all um milano constantine me neither uh, records called <laughs> pay the ghost he's from uptown manhattan and the reason it got on my radar is pay the ghost it's a big ghost record and um again so dark uh 
it's got s- such a a flavor of of production of like grindhouse sci-fi horror almost like like something uh john carpenter would do from escape from new york kind of vibe to it um but and milano's constantine great mc or whatever but but um but it really it, the big ghost production is what, what drew me in so and, uh, I, I think that's what came it, out of nowhere for me so that was the theme i think ghost said it on mm-hmm. his thing where it was like 70s like sci-fi Oh, yeah. Like he explained he like he made a post like thanking everyone for his projects and he explained every single one. Like what? what Oh, shit. Yeah, it's very cool. I got to follow that guy. I don't even follow him. I I guess I got to and stuff. And then I got to give a. Oh, you know what? I'll do my honorable mention to this later. So we'll continue. Uh, So continuing with Griselda, uh, usually my favorite out of the three is Benny the Butcher. He put out uh, Tana Talk 4. Great stuff, man. He's got Cole on this with, with a banger. Um, the one that I really love, like the track. So he released this as a single before the album, which is 10 More Crack Commandments, um, where he took Biggie's 10 Crack Commandments and then he added another 10. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, you haven't heard That's this? Balls. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Or I might have, and I just forgot. Yeah, so damn. he did He did 20 to 11. You know? Shit, that's yeah. brilliant. Uh, but, you know. The, the regular people up in here, you got West Side, you got uh Boldy James. Um J J. Cole is like the the one rando. Um but it's fucking killer. And once Can again, you remember a crew that put out this much shit in this amount of time? Like it's every yeah. year it's like no, yeah. Loaded. Yeah, 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 yeah. And well, you know, we were just talking about like the like I was like making my rock records and it was just a lot easier because I, I don't know, I guess maybe it's just harder to get in a band, a room with like people and make music with instruments, you know, like this, it's like, okay, it's like, give me a beat and somebody yeah. sends somebody 10 beats and you do that for like, you know, every three months. So that's a good point. Yeah. You know, it's a lot easier. Um, Cool. So Benny, the butcher, my number seven, uh, Davey, let's do number six. So number six, um, I've gone to the, the states again so west coast this time grand invincible the results nice everyone knows this one this is uh, actually you'll learn about this from um yeah your the podcast uh, facebook group uh last year um one of our members matt he posted the debut album yeah i loved it back then so i've been following them ever since day one so that was like january 2021 so this dropped back in november i was like Because it's so good. So good. Um, it's very low. Did we get breaking you? up on us. We got it. You. Sounded really cool though. But <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting, yeah, but we lost you. All right, we got you oh, now. Crap. Yep. Yeah, no. So, okay. so just, just uh, you were saying you heard about his debut from, from Matt, Matt, and then, yeah, yeah, from Matt. He posted about him well, back in beginning of uh, 2021. So just I've been following them ever since, going on, on Bandcamp kind of thing. And so when they posted this, I was like, holy crap! And it just it's even better than the first album. It's just I mentioned so it's like it's sort of bedroom beats, really lo-fi, really just back to basics. 
it's really almost like drugged out kind of thing. And it's obviously got a hardcore connection as well because the guitarist from the band Spaz. So oh, wow. It's, it's really, really good. Oh, very cool. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt's good at that. Shout out to Matt V. Always digging. He's, he digs, digs heavy in, into the crates, whether it's like, you know, hardcore, like fucking power violence shit or like, you know, hip hop stuff. Matt's really good like that. Um, so Langan number six, I guess. Number six, yeah. Um, I got these DC cats watching DC cats Royal poetic and Bermuda Fudge Monk. Um, they put out. They ended up with another record that they just put out recently. But at a certain point, I was like, I ain't adding anyone more to this list. But uh, this record, um, it, it it was the first one they put out this year. It's it's steeped in jazz. It's it's got some of the most original production I've ever heard. Um, it's. Uh, Raw Poetics got like a sing-songy kind of flow, like uh, think like like similar to like Andre Three Thousand on like Love Below era, like when he started like going that way. So it's more in that, but it's got a lot of live instrumentation, which really adds to the originality of the beat. Um, it also reminds me a lot of like uh, that most deaf song, uh, Shine Your Light on Black on Both Sides record. Umi says, <laughs> very yeah. much like that. Okay, uh, yeah. the Shine Your Light. The, uh Oh yeah, well, he's, he's kind of singing it. And it's yeah, I think of, that's what it is. Yeah, what's well, Umi says? Shine, shine your light on the world, or something. Oh, that's the name of it. Umi yeah. says, "I thought it was shine a light," but anyway. But yeah, you get the idea. But um, it, it's uh, it's just highly original. It's like nothing I've ever heard before. The production is is incredible. Um, it's got some like hip. Some songs are like six minutes and stuff, which is like unheard of for like a hip hip hop tracks. It's, it is. It you, is. You're not going to hear a more original. Uh, the sound than these guys this year i swear it's it's brilliant very cool um all right so number six i'm gonna do number six and then from there like we're going in the top five so like these my top five is very interchangeable so i'm excited to get to it but um the album that couldn't crack the top five uh but i love it um joey badass 2000 um you know it's it's not as good as as before the money um, it's not as good as 1999, obviously, but it's a fucking fantastic record. And I waited a long time for it. And, uh, you want to talk about just really, really good instrumentation, great production. Static does a lot of stuff on it. Um, there's some stuff on it that prevents it from being better than the albums that I have in, you know, the top five. There's, you know, some slower tracks where I'm just like, okay, it sounds kind of very reminiscent of what they said, 2000. So like, it does sound like 2000s, like hip hop R&B type stuff. Uh, but then they got some really. Can't sing them hooks, man. Yeah. And I get it. You go down a peg once you're singing the hooks. (laughs) And then I get it for sure. Uh, but then there's some like really just killer, killer hip hop stuff on it. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, might have flown under the radar a little bit. I think it did. Yeah, it's a great record. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's got some some. It's got fifteen songs, and there's about like a good solid twelve that are like really fantastic. Um, cool. Is he still on the Wu Tang show? Is he still on that, or he not? Uh, Wasn't he replaced? So he was doing. Remember. Yeah, he was doing Inspected Deck. I don't know. Right. But th- that show's about to start up anyway. It's February. I know. That's why I brought it. I figured. You know, I'm excited. But yeah. Um, have you been watching that Wu Tang show, Davey? I haven't, I'm afraid. No, no, no. I don't even know where it's shown on this country. I don't even know. Uh, Hulu? Hulu has it. We, we don't have Hulu here. No. No, really? 
All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk to my congressman. Maybe we can fix that for you. Um, all right, cool. So let's do top Probably five. On Disney, Disney Plus, I bet. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I think Hulu is Disney Plus in this country. Yes, exactly. Disney won't have that Wu Tang shit on there. I guarantee. Right, listen, we'll buy you Hulu, but we're not. Yeah, I, I think they will because. So I was talking to somebody about the show You're the Worst when it when I started watching it. And they didn't have it, but they, it was under it was in under Disney Plus, and I was thinking like that fucking show is like softcore porn, but I don't know. <laughs> but it was there, so um, so all right, so let's I mean, do that. Tommy and Pam thing that was on uh, Disney Plus. Yes, that's that another one. Year, the talking, the talking yeah, dick. dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, Disney Plus. Yes, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they they could have that Wu Tang show for sure. You yeah. know, and all respect to that talking that penis version that Tom, yeah, because I read the book, the Tommy book. Remember, I think you told years before you told this us came about out, it. it's like, yo, he literally has like quotes from his dick talking in it. So, in that respect, they kept it true to they, be your source material. Did. Yeah, because I remember you like first of all, you were talking about a book, and you know, I zone out whenever that happens. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like you were like, he talks to his dick in the book. And I was just like, I don't even know what that means. And then we watched the show and And his dick talks back. His dick talks back. (laughs) Um, Cool. So here we go. Top five albums of the year. Uh, Davey, what's number five? So this is interesting. A lot of um, things jumped in the end on this one. Things that wouldn't have been in the top 10. And I'm kind of following along again. It's a raw poetic. Raw poetic. And this is the other album, Space Beyond the Solar System. Mm. It's dropped at the beginning of this month, or this month, I mean, December. So, beginning of December, and it's just like, as you said, it's phenomenal. So much jazz. I mean, um, I don't know if you know that Raw Poetics' uncle is um, Auntie Shep, the saxophone player. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. That's why he's on the album. He's on like three tracks. So, oh, it, wow. it's it's got psych rock, soul, jazz. He mentioned his flow. It's, it's a phenomenal album. It's long as hell. It's like, um, oh, God, what is it? Um, how long is it? It's like incredibly long. Yeah, 17, 17 tracks, two hours. Wow. So it's not an easy, not an easy album to listen to, but you listen to it, you drift almost you drift away kind of thing. It's uh you literally it's why it's I think mean, space beyond the solar system. It's amazing. Very cool. If it came out earlier, it would have been in my top three, probably or top two. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh you guys are you guys are lockstep in here. I gotta check it out. I got to check it out. So I, I remember back in the day, like all the older hip hop groups, like there was like five, six minute songs. Like you want, you listen to fucking third base words of wisdom and it's like six and a half minutes long, but it's like literally like a beat plays out for like three minutes. The piggyback to the, and, and these both the, the raw poetic albums, it's really like it, it it's, in like that dark side of the moon kind of thing, I always bring as a reference where you put that on from the beginning, sit down and actively listen to it. You know what I mean? It's like a whole piece and not just like some banger I put on on the way to the gas station to, you know, some three minute <laughs> yes. track or whatever. You got to sit with it and experience it. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely great. the whole album. You listen to it in its entirety. You don't just like put on one track and just go to the gym yes. or something. It's yeah. definitely a, I like big headphones on, go for a long walk. Oh, very cool what sweatshirt are you wearing davy oh it's my friend's uh, company bicycle union okay so, uh, was, was he, he likes he likes his film he's got a texas chainsaw uh, icon on it 
Oh, okay. Hey, listen, talking our language then. You were like, yeah, if you give me a free sweatshirt, I'll wear it on this big podcast I'm doing <laughs> tonight. Um, laying at number five. Um, it was mentioned before by Sam, but apathy, uh, king of gods there. Uh, apathy just consistent as fuck. I mean, he's got to be one of my favorite MCs. He's uh, really good. I don't good. think he's ever put anything out that I was disappointed in whatsoever. Whenever he's going to put something out, I'm excited and interesting, but... I don't know what else I can add to what you already said, but you know, yeah. this is his eighth record. Uh, I feel like even not even more than that, but yeah, produced by Stu Bangers. Um, like you said, the features are amazing. His flow is amazing. His sense of humor is amazing. Yeah, he gets deep on some shit. I mean, if you like apathy, it's more what you came for, and if you don't like apathy, you should. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did Did you guys ever listen to the Get Busy Committee? You guys know that record? We talked about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna some s- hot shit on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you, Davey. It's it's apathy and like two other people, and I I didn't I never heard it. Um, and then one day I was listening to like they they're rapping over like the the knife, the song Heartbeats, like that beat, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I listened to the whole record. It's pretty unique. It came out in like 2009. So I'll, I'll send it to you because I think it's it's very good. Uh, cool. What's up? Shout out to your cat. Dilla, um, Dilla the cat. Dilla. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So number five for me. <laughs> number five uh, is your old Droog, man. So this is a guy that just put out a lot of projects this year. So I had to really figure out which is the one that I wanted to represent. Um, right. and, and I went with y- Yadni Dangerfield because it's just like, so w- we, you said before about production. When it comes to dudes like this or Crime Apple, it's almost like they're just rapping over like lounge music, but like it's really like for them, it's about the to me, the lyrics, the punchlines, the shit that they say. And on this record in particular, um, he has some really cool lines, man. Like the unknown comic is a song that he puts, uh, uh, you know, he opens it up. Um, they can't see me when I drop. Like uh, Wilson from uh, no, they can't see me when I drop gems like Wilson from Home Improvements. It's just like, oh, you know what I mean, it's like random yeah. shit. He's like, uh, I'm in my bag when I hit the stage like the unknown comic, which is obviously, you know, the bag. Uh, here's a couple of more lines that I like. Uh, pro- <laughs> props ain't always good. Word to Alec Baldwin. Uh, the hands of Yod. Oh, I know the hand, <laughs> the, ha- the hand of Yod. This is for Davey. Uh, I'm in the top, uh, the top, no, the top five. I'm in it like British slang. Uh, so 50 K or brunch is the third song on the record. And it's a crime apple disc. Really? Yeah. Like it's not overt, but if you know, crime apples, discog discography, he has a, an album called oxtails. So yeah, it was like oxtails. And then on the record, he's like, yo, nobody wants to hear about your oxtails. You know, and I'm just like, and then you break down like the shit he's saying. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, these two guys are going at each other. Um, My latest project checked more boxes than than the gynecologist. Just really cool stuff like that. So I, I'm a he put out a like a shining influence album too, right? This year. That was the last that thing him? he put out. Yeah. That okay. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that was the last thing he put. He's been doing like these like weird themes and stuff, but. Really, at the moment, for me, 
on some nerd shit, he is the closest thing to MF Doom. Mm. Like he raps like that, where it's just this like endless tray of just like things that you listen and pick up different shit all the time. So uh your old Drew gets my number five. Uh Davy number four. Number four, but going back to the UK. So this is a tremendous and the album's called Great on Purpose. This is another December album. So there's I, a number one of those. I love that released name. on and this is our release on high first high focus records down in Brighton. So tremendous, really good album. It's another long album. It's a second album. They're from the Midlands. So like you know the like, like Birmingham area. Um it's just a really good phenomenal album. So I've um, got some really good producers on it. Ill informed is a well known pitch ninety two. Some good uh, UK production. Very cool. Yeah, these are all like I love. I our lists are all pretty different, to be honest with you. I mean, you guys have some like crossover, but uh, you know, there's just some like random shit on here that I can't wait to check out. Um, cool. So number four, Langan. My number four, Conway the Machines. God, don't make mistakes. Um, I love all Conway shit. Uh, uh, it's got features from uh, Westside, Benny the Butcher, Benny Siegel. Um, Got that typical Griselda sound. I read something interesting. Was this was about? Do you know anything about this record? That it was supposed it's, to be his it, debut record. It's my number four. So keep going. <laughs> okay, it was just supposed to be his debut record, and then uh, I thought I read somewhere. I don't know. It got shelved, and then they worked on it, and then they put it out or whatever. But it's a really good uh, lyrically. It's like a. It fully encompasses his like story from like the beginning to where he's at now. Like a real like career retrospective of all the sounds and the production's just dark as fuck. I love when they have, especially the track piano love on that. I love when you get those high keys, those creepy high keys on there and shit. Like I, I'm always sold, but uh, this record's just perfect. It's amazing. This, re- this record's fucking amazing. Yeah. This is, this is like uh, the highest one that I have for, for big ghost. This was his shining moment. Uh, this is Conway's best album. Um, this year, I know he put out another one. Uh, this has, um, your bitch chose me, but it's YBCM mm-hmm. cold, cold, the sample and a, gr- it's a green light cold. He got method man on scared to death. And like, Ooh. it's so good. This is a really yep. like, when you want to talk about like a genuine hip hop album, this is fucking fantastic. Uh, can't recommend it enough. Coming in at a you know healthy ten songs you know thirty five mm-hmm. minutes, sure. can't can't recommend it enough. And Big Ghost he shines on this. You know, and another thing you know, um, th- this came first to his um the one that you mentioned, Authenticity Check with Jay Skies. Like, wow, that record's great too. This one just edged it out for me. But uh, yeah. he's he is on he's on a fucking tear. So that's my number four. Uh, Davey, number three. Um, still in the UK, so this is um, pretty quiet on Robert and Sonny Jim, and it's Robert Orange is the New Black. Um, it's another, it's a short album, it's only nine, but the shortest one on here, nine songs, 28 minutes, and it's basically but to the term so written in prison. So he's, I think it was his third, um, sitting in prison in like two years. This is kind of his idea of like, I'm going to better myself and become somebody. So the album is really good. It's got Cool Keith on it. Um, who else is on it? It's got um, 
Jason from Sleaford Mods. He's on a track as well. I mean, it's really, he's also from Midlands as well. So it's a very somber, very dark, very chilled out album. And there's something, something called Porridge. Porridge is like slang for prison. So this whole song is about being in prison. I and mean, I posted the video up the other day. And it's this black and white video, him coming out of prison sitting in a taxi. It'll, just, it'll make you cry about him coming out of prison and going back to his son and stuff. And it's a really good album. So it's Robert, Orange is the New Black. Very cool. Yeah. You said porridge is slang? Prison. Oh, do you hear me? Oh. I like that. Yeah, porridge, prison, porridge. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's random. Yeah, Doing I might, porridge. I might start using that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're gonna teach us some uh, British <laughs> hip hop slang. Um, Do your we, porridge. That's, uh... Cool. Yeah, that sounds like something I would dig, and it sounds very close to the record I'm gonna mention at number three. But uh, Langan, you, you give me your number three first. Um, Dave, you mentioned it before. Zarface, Zarmageddon, uh, Deck is uh, what. Definitely my favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan. Always has been. He's one of my favorite MCs. Period. Hands down. Always has been. And um, I, I'm just real happy for him. Like after like Me all that happened with yep. his solo record, and he, you talk to anyone in the clan or whatever, or anybody that really knows shit, they know this guy is like the shit, and he just never popped off the way it was. So now, in retrospective, though, with the body of work he's done with Zarface, I mean. His post Wu Tang career is as good as anybody's Ghostface or anybody. I'm, you know what I mean? I think so because this this shit is brilliant. It's perfect for him. It's fucking absolutely brilliant. Like it really showcases. So someone who sometimes might not be able to like his solo records are good, but he works very well with a group. And, yes. and that this this really shows it off right there. And it's just a brand new life. It's almost like you know it's it's like. Uh, you know like uh the the new life that like lp got you know what i mean like it's just like yeah, this yeah. brand new stratosphere of like okay cool like now we're strapped in so now all we need is someone to snag up uh you god into one of these groups and we're good um okay so my number three speaking of davy and, and his last one um is ot the real which is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. like so he put out a record called Maxed Out, which was exclusively produced by Static Selecta. This record and the one before it, Glass Houses, that was uh, Green Lantern produced. Wow. Two of the best hip hop records of the last like 10 years. Um, but this one's called Maxed Out. It's fantastic. Um, it's just a lot of like, you know, he, I think he, he did a whole bunch of years in prison. Gets out. He's doing his thing. So his slang is super street very like you could tell this guy definitely lived that life which you know obviously he seems like he did um and it's just fucking fantastic there's, there's just uh he doesn't so his rhymes are, are very easy to follow he's got great slang great flow um and then the hooks and the cuts on this are just really really good man fantastic album ot the real maxed out um so let's do number two davy um, gone back to the States, this time uh, East Coast, Dialect and Precipice. So this was released back in uh, April. I've been following this band since the 90s, or the group since the 90s. 
I just love it. It's dark. It's really almost like shoegazy in, in essence. So it's released on Ipecac. Um, it's the eighth oh, wow. studio album. It's uh, it's really good. Oh, very cool. I didn't know Ipecac. I didn't know that Dalek was on Ipecac. You know, like that's the thing. Yeah, about- stuff was the um. Uh, which album was on? Quite one of the first albums was on there. Okay, yeah, very cool. Yeah, I mean, listen, Patton has has an ear, and Patton has always uh, been a lover of hip hop things. You know, um, I remember he did a he was on an Executioner's album, which was like really cool. Like I, that guy does a lot of Patton cool stuff. versus the Executioners. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah it's fucking yeah. like yeah. just you know he's he's mad cool. Peeping Tom, um, got at the Rock Raider. Cool. So Dalek, right? I'm gonna make I'm and gonna it's see. got Adam Jones from the tool in it as well. He he's a bass guitar on one of the tracks. Oh look, I, I remember the name and like you said, they've been around for a while because I remember them. You said did you say the nineties? Yeah, I saw them in I think ninety-eight. I saw them in Copenhagen, Denmark. Okay. They were touring with the bank of the laps. You know, the laps. You no. know Van Pelt. Kind of emo band Van Van Pelt. Yeah, yeah. Van Pelt split up and the bank of the, the laps. Okay. I saw the laps tour Europe with um with um Dalek. Okay. How were how were they when you saw them? Amazing. I was I was being a, I, I went to see the laps, not thinking I'd be see a hip hop band like opening up and I was like, wow, it was phenomenal. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I just made a note of that just because you know. You know, made a note for sure. All yeah. these, everything that you're mentioning. Um, I hate not knowing. Whenever you mention something that I feel like I miss, I'm like, oh, how the fuck did I, had that slip through my crack? Uh, <laughs> like a number two. We might have the same number two, I guarantee you. Go ahead. You think so? Go ahead. Um, I got plus kingpins, your kingpin. Uh, that's that's in my honorables. Okay. Um I have Bjork Kingpin plus the B-Sides record they put out, which is like a total of 20 tracks. Um, I, I just love what they're doing with, with, with taking these, like he, what he did with Portishead and whatnot and taking these um, alternative bands that always had like a hip hop uh, tie in or whatever. Cause Bjork would fuck with beats and shit like that. She was a very innovative uh musician back in the day and stuff so taking these uh non-traditional kind of approaches to the production is just fascinating to me and i can't get enough of it um and they don't just take like an obvious york track and put a boom bap behind it or a four beat you know what i mean like they're taking really isolated clips they're really sculpturing like a new piece out of it that you might not instantly know with that source material you know what I mean? But if you hunt hard enough, it's in there. And it's really like a fun challenge for me to pick out parts and stuff like that. And I don't know who exactly, uh, like I keep looking up, like who's doing the production on these records? I think like it's I, him. Is it him? Okay, yeah. that would make sense because I was always looking for another name or this and that. And I didn't even know the cat was from Long Island. I think yeah, he's from uh, Hempstead, 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 yeah. Hempstead or something, which is... Uh, Yo, if you're listening, come do the show, you know. Like, <laughs> um, and then I think he put out one uh, uh, later record this, with with one of Con- working one of Kanye's. Uh, yes, um, yes, yeah, dark like with, dark twisted reality. Yeah, I didn't like that one as much as this one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I hope 
they keep I would love to see them do this with like massive attack or something, like stay in that wheelhouse or pull some shadow DJ shadow tracks from the nineties or I don't know. I hope I hope this is like a long thing running with him. Yeah, he's got a thing going for sure. Um all right, so my number two is a uh, Danger Mouse and Black Thought cheat codes. That's um, my number one. Is it okay? I knew it was yeah. like I knew it was in there somewhere. <laughs> it yep. had to be. So I'll I'll wait to talk about it when you when when we get to to your number one. So okay. uh, the Davy, do you want to do do you want to rattle honorable mentions before we get over our number ones, or do we want to do number one? And sure, number yes. I mean, a lot of things you mentioned before. There was the the apathy. Uh, there's also backwash. Was backwash, also dark, really dark hip hop. Big Ghost and Cobain Machine, um, The Fly Hooligan, you, you mentioned yeah. before, Danger Mouse and Black Thoughts, Doppelgangers, and if you know Doppelgangers, they dropped an album really recently, back in I think November. Um, Elucid, you know, he's half of Arm and Hammer. Um, El was I, that really surprised me. Yes. Jan Baxter, he's uh, uh, Jeff Markey, Kenny Beats, Little Sims, everyone knows Little Sims, um, Low Karner, another UK MC. Um, actually, Australian MC Nelson Dialect, Open Mike Eagle, yeah, um, Pam Amsterdam, uh, Pete Rock also dropped an album as bizarrely as well recently. Everyone's dropping albums end of the year. Uh, Quelly Chris, Ramson Bad Bones, Sampa the Great, and yes. Shrapnel. Definitely Shrapnel. So it was, um, Kerm, Curly Castro and Prem Rock, um, Smilton Piff, and another Sunny Jim and Purist album. So wow. God damn. Yeah, there was a lot of putting in work this year. I know there's a lot of stuff. I have a playlist to this and write this down. Yeah. About about 36 hour long playlist. I have all most of the stuff. So it's um yeah. Do you always have a union jack behind you or are you repping? Are you repping right now? That's one of my kids. That's that's not me. Okay. uh, (laughs) <laughs> I always have a union jack. Trust me, I burn want- that flag. Probably burn. It. <laughs> That's some kids' homework. He wants to let us know. I got you. He he wants to let us know <laughs> where we're at. Um, okay, Langan, give me your honorables. Uh, my honorables. I put them up on Facebook, but I jot them down here. I had Joey Badasses two thousand. Uh, Code of the Friend lyrics to go three. Uh, Luca raw extractions. Big Spencer. Um, Mudslide. Uh, DJ Muggs and Riggs, Gold, uh, Mayhem Lawrence, Black Vladimir, Mellow Music Groups, Man- Mandala, and uh, and also be- only because they came in so late in the year and I wasn't fucking doing this list again. <laughs> Mickey Diamond and Big Ghost, the, the Gucci Ghost, one <laughs> and two. Um, I didn't get to part two. I shouldn't put that in there yet, but part one's fucking bananas, but uh, good shit. All right. Uh, So real quick with mine, uh, you know, Vinny Paz, you mentioned it's on there. Just missed. It was either him or Nas. And I I went with Nas just because I like the the album a little bit more. Um, There's a few things I I don't like on the Paz record. Um, The Kendrick Lamar record. You know, he's one of those dudes. that's like I don't always listen to it, but goddamn, is that one creative album? There's a, there's a, a song where like it's it's about like just a relationship argument. It's like pretty heavy, you know, like when you <laughs> like the concept of it and like the shit they're saying to each other. It's like a couple fighting um, pretty, pretty fucking unique, you know, for to to basically have someone that popular be that creative and artistic in a pop world. I 
more props to you. Uh, the Primo EP, you know, only five songs, but I have to definitely mm-hmm. throw it on there. Good uh, one. The uh, Face, uh, Two Chains put out a really good album. It's fun. It's really just, it's like, you know, like uh, strip club type music, but it's just, it's really good. Uh, my boy Crime Apple couldn't crack the top 10 this year. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's got a record, um, God, I fuck, he's got so many, it's like breakfast and I forget, but I'm going to look it up real quick. Cause it, out of all the ones he put out, that's the one that I like the most just because of the, uh, production breakfast, breakfast in Haradek, um, the rock Marcy, uh, alchemist record. Really cool. Uh, Hus Bjork, uh, action Bronson put out his best album in a very long time Royce the five nine really good I know it's slipped through the cracks and if you listen to it it's a really good innovative hip-hop record uh the game album super long but half of it is like really good Megan the stallion I don't understand why but she's just really fucking good another female rapper that put out two albums this year which were really good Shay Noir uh and uh, last but not least the uh Rome streets uh Griselda um debut i don't love it as much as obviously you know the the mugs record but this it's still a really good record and i wanted to mention it so cool nice. uh, let's do number one davy unfortunately no one else mentioned this sadly um it's billy woods and the album church i'm surprised no one mentioned in the honorables wait wh- who was it again i'm sorry billy woods okay no yeah nope i do not have that yeah. For sure. Ah, what a shame. Tell us so, about it's, it's, yeah, my number so it's, one. It's eleventh studio studio album. It's what his second album in the year, and this is another one of those kind of late, late came out in September. This first one came out in April, I think. There's two albums this year, and this is the more sort of straightforward album of the two we did. Um, it's just a bizarre album about faith and memory and. It's just a brief you mentioned before about someone takes you on like on a real trip. This is he paints vivid pictures and just really track. I've been a fan of him since when was it? The um, Dower Candy or Dower came out. That was back in oh yeah, about 10 years ago. So he's just a really good MC. I mean, so Billy Billy Woods in the Upham Church he's from the UK. No, he's not. He's from York, from DC, Washington, Washington DC. DC, okay, so. Cool. I gotta get on that. He's, man. he's, he's um, Armand Hammer. He's one half of Armand Hammer. Oh, okay. Armand okay. Hammer. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Elucid and him of Armand Hammer. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. I didn't know his name. I should. I gotta check that out. Uh, all right. Number one. So Langan, your number one, like you mentioned before, was um, uh, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse and Black Thought cheat codes. Um, which was my I, number two. Yeah, when it came out, you know, I liked it. Um, and then the more I listened to it, the more I really started appreciating how amazing a record it was. It like it was really popping to the point where it's just coming up my charts and stuff like that. It's, I mean, a it's it's so good. Danger Mouse is such a great producer, um, and he blew up very. He, he did a lot of like non hip hop projects for a while and stuff. So it's good. It, I like hearing him. You know, he first got on my radar. I'm sure a lot of people's radar with that with. The remixing Great. of the the gray album, gray album. And, and um 
hearing him do like a pure hip hop record like this again, I feel like it's been a real long time with one of arguably the best MCs in history, uh, Blackfoot, who's just spitting on this record. Unbelievable. You got features from Raekwon, Runs Chules, Conway. It's uh, Doom. The track with Doom is amazing. And it's just, a, it's a perfect record. I mean, it's fucking perfect. So it's my number two. And like you mentioned, like when I, when I first heard like the singles, I was like, oh, it's cool. I was like, oh, Danger Mouse is doing a record with Black Thought. I'm like, whoa. And then I listened to it. I'm like, it's okay. And yeah. then I listened to it again. And then there were certain songs that hit. And I was like, man, I found myself like before they started playing, knowing what it was going to be, what was going to be next. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that thing. Like it had like some re- it had. Almost had like uh, the second Diggable Planets vibe to it, like a little mm. bit to it, you know. Uh, but it's fucking fantastic. So your number one, my number two. Uh, you already mentioned my number one, uh, and it's Mayhem Loren and fucking uh, uh, Derringer, Black Vladimir. As soon as I heard it, I was like, "This is the album of the year. This is the album of the fucking year." Um, it, and it just fucking works, like. Uh, I mean, everything on here, like everything on here, Black Pino, uh, Broken Rubber Bands, Airplane Mode, Red Pesto was probably like my favorite song on the record. Mm. Like, you know, the like Derringer's beats with, with, with Lorenz, like, you know, flow. As soon as I heard it, I was just like, and he put out my favorite album of 2018 or 19 with uh, Piato de Oro. Like, I was just like, holy shit, like. That was the first time I, I knew that like he just put together like a masterpiece. And this is, I think, his best record since then. So 100% Black Vladimir, my number one hip-hop record of the year. Nice. All right. Cool. We yeah. wrapped I mean, it. That, we, we wrapped it the, up. The Black Foot album, that was, was in my top 10. Um, like you, I first listened to it. I kind of liked it. Then about a few weeks later, I thought, wow, this is really good. It was in my top 10. It was the last time I heard him do an album like that. Was um, do you remember that album with Gemini? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the last time yeah. Danger Mouse do. It was that was back on Lex. That was a long time ago. So I was so happy he was doing kind of an actual hip hop album again. Sure. I mean, Me- I like that. His other projects are great, but it's really good to him do hip hop. Yes, I love I love Gnarls Barkley. I thought that was a really cool departure. Like he's a super talented guy, but um, you know, when he goes back and does stuff like this. It's very cool. Like people that that have that ear. He's like a Mark Ronson. Like when Mark Ooh. Ronson goes back and does like hip hop, I'm like, oh my God, thank God you're back, you know? But he's good at so many other things, you know? Are you, do you like Ronson at all, Davey? I've got some on the shelf somewhere. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think he's, uh, he's English after, isn't he? He's English, isn't he? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely, he's got so an got act. New, New York. He's got a weird, sort of transatlantic accent isn't he for sure and he came here and started djing in the city like in the early 2000s like linked up with get like Ghostface and like legitimate like hip-hop people and like you know he's a legit dude and then obviously the amy winehouse stuff put him on the map and then from there right. he's just like every, he he put out the versions record which i thought was great like mm. where um you know he had phantom planet do like fucking radiohead just he had fucking uh uh, they did a cover of Britney Spears' "Toxic." Yeah, 
Mark Ronson rules. Um, so, David, let me ask you, like, being that, you know, most of the people listening to this are in the States and stuff, if you were to, like, give give me, like, three UK, uh, her gateway into UK hip-hop, give me three artists that you would you would steer me towards. Um, well, for any generation or just... yeah, like particular... I think yeah, any... Like, I, I want to learn a little bit about it, you know what I mean? Where would yeah. you steer me? Probably the most renowned one would be yeah, London Posse. Do you know London Posse? No. Um, I mean, obviously more recent. I'll say probably the four um, four owls, the more recent, and mm-hmm. someone more different. But I don't know. Um, maybe Roots Maneuver. Something more. I know that. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Roots, yeah. yeah. And who is who's people, regarded think as? Of... Go ahead. I'm trying to think of like people not rapping too English, if you know what I mean. Not such a thick English accent, because that can be quite off-putting for a lot of people, I think. A lot of the Americans or Europeans hear English rapping. The thought, what, what is that? I don't understand a word they're saying. I, 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 I don't I, even understand, like, regular, you know, I listen to... Yeah, I have to ship my sugar. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. I don't know what the fuck that guy's talking. About. We we have we have shit like <laughs> like we, like I just mentioned that two chains. You know, they're so southern. Yeah. They're from yeah. the south, and like the shit they like, they're slang. It we're like, it, it doesn't know. Like, you know, it's so like foreign to like us New Yorkers that it's like you know. So to hear someone like, God, who's the guy that I really I like that skeptic guy, right? Like that's his name. Like a lot of the stuff he Love has. Skeptic. Yeah. So like that shit. Uh, but I think we, you know, we'll always mention the streets. There's certain people, you know, who, that, who would be regarded in in like as the the best mc to ever come out of england in your country like who do you think your best uh export some say well rodney p rodney p it depends what you were talking about if you're talking more like dizzy rascal if you want to talk about more kind of like a your bigger stuff i mean right yeah but rodney p is probably one, one of the most renowned kind of mcs yeah okay so all the streets interesting streets and, yeah. and the difference between like is grime and like garage like the same thing uh, that's I leave that. That's not my cup of tea, but yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Love it does border into grime and and sort of a garage and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I I would imagine that's like probably like drill music to us, where we're like, yeah, yeah, where it's kind of like <laughs> so gang affiliated that we're like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yo, Davy, you're the man. Uh, Thanks, we, we we appreciate you. I I like yeah. seriously. We're we're big fans of you. You're fucking awesome. I'm I'm so yep. glad that we we encountered each other. Um, I love. We speak your name. Yeah, we so we speak your name. You know, <laughs> likewise, uh, likewise. Yeah. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. And anytime, you know, you're always welcome to come hang out with us. So yeah, do again, another seventy episodes. Last time it was seventy one or something. It was seventy episodes ago. So yeah, we'll do another seventy episodes. Yeah, yeah. So every seventy, we'll we'll, we'll catch up. <laughs> All right. Cool. Take it easy. All right, later. Thanks, Bye. Bye. I feel that freedom awake back for me. Now it's open. Let me tell you. Faster than my seed, seal that cavity 
Screws walk past them, steel keys, steal my family. It's a disaster, man. It's a tragedy. Breathe in the laughter, plant them, breathe out the agony. Seems that the aftermath, the free is only parody. Read the master plan, years for her majesty. But we're building tougher. Sacrifice and punish me, but please don't make my children suffer. It's nearly killed their mother. She's in a state, locked the prison gate. All that suffering that we could not eliminate Freedom disintegrate I'm supposed to integrate Through the window grate I'm in the winter state I'm in a state of shock Now my status drop They wanna take the shot Take the law Nearly dead but I feel like I've just been born Tears shed but I feel like I crossed the storm